Doug, how are your push-ups before every shower going? You know, they're going pretty well. I have been doing it. I uh, I don't see the big muscle mass increase that I was hoping for, but, you know, I guess that doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> um, I've definitely noticed that I can do more push-ups than I could before. That's that's for sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The strength... I mean, and you don't, you don't necessarily want muscle mass, right, as an ultra runner? No, no. Maybe some definition, but... As a husband, though, you want as a, as a husband, you know, I gotta look good for my wife. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The push-ups are the way to get the uh, to get the giant mass gains. They might, they might not land you on the cover of Bodybuilding magazine. Uh, yeah. Is that a magazine? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it um, is. <laughs> if it's not, we should start it. Uh-huh. Um, um, so, yeah. well, that's good. Keeping the habit up. Yeah, and you know, uh, so we did a podcast a few weeks ago about about habits and and bridging the gap between small steps and big change, right? Yep. And uh, and one of the things you talked about was something that Leo had told you about. Um, even if you weren't actually going to go for a run, for example, you would he would put on his shoes and just walk out the door, you know, because right. to keep that keep that habit going, keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been doing, there have been a couple times when I've been in a huge rush, and and it only takes a few minutes, a few seconds to do push ups, but I've been just doing one or two and then getting up and and going. Just so that I can keep that keep that going, keep the habit going. That's good. I like that. Yeah, and I don't think I would have done that before our conversation, so I'm glad I did. There you go. Thanks to Leo. Thanks to Leo. And, we need and a little bell that we ring whenever we say Leo. <laughs> 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 All right. So time to get serious. Our uh, our episode today is about gaining weight, which is a decent segue from where we were with push ups and masking. <laughs> Uh, not a great one, but uh, it works. Uh, so it's it's an interesting topic because we have been focusing a little bit recently, more than ever before, on weight loss because uh, my wife Erin had all this weight loss when she went oil-free and, and basically started eating a very uh, diet that was low in calorically dense foods like nuts, avocados, and oil. And that was a uh, one of our most popular podcast episodes, perhaps our most popular podcast episode. Uh, but what we're talking about today is gaining weight because that uh, is much more my my thing. So I actually have had some posts on No Meat Athlete about gaining weight in the past because that's something that I've uh, – I mean I don't know if struggled with is the right word. But it's something I've always kind of wanted to do. Like in college it was always I wanted to be 10 pounds heavier than I was. And this is long before I was vegetarian or vegan. But I wanted to just – you know, like a lot of college guys, you want to bulk up and get big. Uh, but me going vegan within, I don't know, a few years after college has certainly not helped that. It's been, uh, it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I wish I was a little bit heavier for sure, but at the same time with, with running goals and things like that, it doesn't necessarily make sense to be heavier. But anyway, it's an interesting topic. Uh, I know there are a lot of people, especially in the vegan community or vegetarian community who are interested in, in this topic. How do you actually put on weight or keep on weight? And that's what we're going to dive into today. So Doug, you uh, have you have you ever focused on putting on massive amounts of weight weight before? You no, know, no, I haven't. I am like a lot of people in that I have no trouble putting on weight. I have no trouble keeping on weight. It doesn't matter how much I run. I even always with it, even being vegan. Even being vegan, um, you know, I've definitely lost weight since going vegan. I've lost weight since, uh, you know, starting to run ultras and things like that too. Um, but 
I mean, you, you know, you know me, you know, you know what I look like. And I, I definitely have never had any trouble keeping on a little bit of weight. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of people have that. So it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm excited for this conversation because it's something that I've never really thought too much about because I've never really struggled with, with weight gain. And, right. and a lot of people haven't have, are, are like me, but then there's a lot of people on the other side that, that are dealing with this issue and would love to put on a few pounds. But I guess I should, we should clarify that we're not talking about fat, right? Or are we talking about fat? What kind of weight gain? No, I mean, about? generally when I've tried to gain weight, the goal would be to gain muscle. Right. Um, I guess, and certainly when you do that, you do also put on fat. It's almost inevitable. And what what bodybuilders do is put on muscle for a long period and then just before they would get to competition time, in those final, I don't know, six weeks, they would do some kind of slim down thing that's designed to lose the fat, but not not too much of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for most people, we're talking they, they'd prefer to gain muscle than fat. Uh, I guess there are exceptions. People who are who are well, no, even NFL linemen people would want to uh, would want to, would prefer muscle over fat. But I think at some point they just say, well, I need to get I need to put some more pounds on, and I'll take fat rather than rather than nothing. Right. So maybe there's instances where you'd want to gain fat. Um, but we should point out before we get deep into this that I, I'm not convinced that there's um, much reason other than how you look and, and what kind of example you are of a vegan to gain weight, right? I mean, it's it's nice. It, you, you look nice when you're heavier than if you're – I should say if you're, if you're someone who's too skinny, who looks too skinny, then obviously you look nicer when you're – when you put on weight, you look you look better at the beach. People won't say, "Hey, well, that's because you're vegan and you're therefore skinny and weak." Um, but from what I've read, it seems to me that that there's no such thing as as too skinny, as far as it causing a problem for you, right? So, like being skinny as a consequence of undernutrition, sure, that's that's not a good thing. But uh, obesity is actually the cause of problems, right? So, putting on too much weight actually causes problems in your organs. Mm-hmm. losing weight, getting too skinny, at no point, from what I've read, and this is mainly from uh, one of Dr. Furman's books, that, that you basically, it doesn't do anything bad. There's nothing wrong with being too skinny unless it's just a consequence of, of a diet that's not good. Right. Yeah. So so as long as you're properly nourished, then it doesn't really matter if you're too skinny or not. Yeah, if you know that you're properly nourished and your blood work is showing that you're that you're doing things fine, then I wouldn't be concerned about being too skinny, assuming you don't have an eating disorder or some other you know major issue going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's a good thing, and I think our culture I think we're conditioned really to we're used to seeing people be large because we're used to obese people first of all, um, mm-hmm. but if we have higher obesity rates than ever before, then that means our average person, the person that we view as healthy looking, uh, is also probably bigger than ever before. And I and there's different stuff. There's there's the the whole women in Hollywood stuff, and that that's a different kind of. Uh, thing where, where what, what image are, are they supposed to kind of model themselves after and i think that that you know ebbs and flows and changes and sometimes it's people who are way too skinny but i think when we just think of what is a healthy looking especially a healthy looking male look like i think we, we are kind of skewed towards heavier than is healthy just because that's what our culture does and that's kind of where um what, what we're used to seeing right the so beer, the beer belly <laughs> the period, like, yeah, or just I mean, just a general thickness to muscles and neck and face uh, that I think I think looks he- what what looks healthy isn't really necessarily uh, the healthiest. I think probably someone who's skinnier that than that is probably healthier, but people could argue with that for sure. Yeah. Um, but so, anyway, so like along those lines, though, when we talk about putting on muscle, 
there are ways to do it, and the ways that have worked for me in the past are are not the healthiest things you can do long term, in my opinion, at all. I would much rather stay skinny. I mean, we're talking about long term, do this for years and years. I would much, much rather stay skinny and eat a whole foods diet than use the methods that I've had to use to gain weight, where you're taking some supplements, you're eating lots of oil and, and very, very calorically dense foods, this 1,000-calorie fat shake that I'll talk about, drinking one of those every day, not running very much. I mean, unhealthy behaviors long term, but that's what it has taken for me in the past to gain muscle. And in the short term, it looks like I'm gaining health because I put on muscle, not all that much fat, look healthier and more robust, I don't know, and... uh but but it's I don't think it is healthier. But anyway, so that's the preface. Just that this is something to it's almost like for entertainment. Like if you're interested in in doing <laughs> this, then then go for it. But it's I don't think it's as healthy as just eating whole foods. Okay, yeah. So so how about for your athletic goals? You know, I mean, are there any, do you see any benefits to gaining weight and you muscle? know I don't know. We we kind of just mentioned that with your push ups thing. Like you want to be stronger as a runner. Uh, but there's not much reason to actually be heavier, right? In other sports, maybe like like uh, mixed martial arts or something. There's mm-hmm. probably some uh, a good reason to also want to have some mass in addition to to having a good strength to weight ratio. Probably just generally being a little bit heavier might, in some cases, be an advantage. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know how that works with weight classes and all that. But I would imagine you want to be right at the top of your weight class, whatever your fighting sport is. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, there might be some advantages to actually having more weight on you. Uh, but, but it'd be more about strength, but anyway, I mean, I think, I think the, really the big motivator here would be someone who wants to, to show people that you can be muscular on a vegan diet. I think that's, that's one of the big motivations for this. And that was the motivation for me when I tried to do this again. So my history with this is that in college, I, like a lot of college guys wanted to put on some weight and wasn't very successful with it for the first year or two that I tried it. Finally, I figured it out and jumped really quickly from 140, which is where I started, up to about 160. And then over time, I got into, into running, and, and that weight started to fall off as a result. Uh, but then once I went vegan later on, I wanted to try it again. First of all, because I got skinny from doing ultra marathons and stuff like that and being vegan, dropped some weight, and wanted to uh, just look look you know look healthier, like I said, even if it's not healthier. Uh, and also wanted to try to prove a point and, and prove that you could do this on a plant-based diet. And uh, and turned out that, that I was successful. So I wrote a post, a post about it. Uh, the URL is nomidathlete.com slash gain-weight-vegan. It's called The Skinny Ge- Vegan's Guide to Gaining Muscle, if you want to look it up. And we can put it in the show notes, of course. Um, so, it, you know, I, I've I've been successful at it when I try to do it. I, I know how to get myself, at least, to put on weight. And most of it's muscle, certainly some fat. But uh, that's kind of what I, I can share today and, and go into. Yeah, I look forward to it. Let's, let's do it. Okay, so... First, and I should also mention, there are, there are two approaches to this. There's the one that, that says... Just do what it takes to put on weight, and for a lot of people, that that is what it takes because it, a lot of people really do struggle with this, and it's very hard. Uh, Robert Cheek, though, he was on our podcast on I think it was episode fifty six, and he came on and talked about because he was a vegan bodybuilder, still is a bodybuilder though not competitive anymore, and more recently than that has switched to eating completely whole foods. He's gotten away from anything processed and a lot of these calorically dense foods that bodybuilders like are in fact processed foods like protein powders uh oils things like that things that pack a lot of calories in very quickly but robert had found a way to uh or has has been successful in keeping weight on or putting weight on while eating whole foods and really what it comes down to is the same principle as as 
the other approach does, the more the more processed foods, I guess you would say, approach. Um, but it's just it's basically calories in, calories out, and that's not a surprise to anyone. Uh, if if your body is in a sort of fixed state and you're not you're not your weight's not changing, then if you can add say 500 calories a day to your diet without increasing the amount of calories that you're burning, then that ends up being about 3,500 calories per week, which is roughly a pound of gain per week. Uh, you'd want to be also lifting weights with it so that it's not just uh, fat that you're putting on. But that's that's really what it comes down to. It's it's a calories in, calories out thing. Uh, it's not quite as simple as calories in, calories out because what a lot of people don't realize is that when you when you change what you eat, let's say you eat more food uh, in a meal, your your body responds in the four to six hours after that eating period with something that's called diet induced thermogenesis, and it's your body heating up to help assist in burning those calories, and it it increases its metabolism by some percentage of what you ate. So when people talk about eating more you've got to also realize that your body's going to be burning more as a result of that. Similarly, if you're eating less, your body's going to burn a little bit less as a result of that. So it's not strictly as simple as calories in, calories out, but that definitely is uh, is the framework that, that we want to talk about. And you're also burning more when you're going to the gym more, right, to, to put on extra additional muscle? Yes, you are. However, what I would recommend, and this is the only thing that has ever worked for me, is to quit running. So you basically want to minimize that kind of burn. So okay. you, you actually, when you when you shift to a, a weight, assuming you're like doing a normal fitness routine now, when you shift into a weight gain mode, at least when I have done this successfully, I actually lessen the amount of caloric expenditure that's happening. Mm. So when I did this this challenge as a vegan, the one that I wrote the post about, I was spending less than half an hour in the gym uh, just like twice a week doing pretty intense lifts, but not for very long at all and no running at all. So that was the only, you know, an hour of caloric expenditure per week as far as more than you know your normal walking around or or sleeping expenditure um and not for not for a lot i mean there was a lot of rest and stuff in that hour so very very minimal expenditure you're you're doing some heavy intense lifts but not for a very long period of time hmm. so um i mean to get robert i really like what robert said about this he he basically cuz i was saying how do you possibly do this while still eating whole foods and he said figure out your your metabolic rate then apply the Harris Benedict equation, and these these equations these things are in my book, but they're also on the internet. Just look them up. Um, you can you can figure out what your resting metabolic rate is. You can then multiply it by some factor depending on how active you are. Like if you're very active, I think you multiply it by one and a half or two. And if you're sedentary, you might multiply it by uh, maybe it's one or maybe it's less than one. But anyway, it changes according to how active you are. So you have to estimate that. But you'll figure out exactly how many calories you burn today or burn a day. And I shouldn't say exactly, but you figure out you get an exact number that is an estimate of how many calories you're burning <laughs> per day. Um, so, so you get that number and then you then you basically run the numbers and say, then if I want to gain rate, weight at a rate of one pound per week, here's how much I need to eat in addition. Here's how many calories I need to take in per day. And then be scientific about it and systematic and, and eat exactly – enough food and if if it's not enough then eat you know an extra sweet potato or whatever type of whole foods that are fairly calorically dense um that you can so that so that's that's the way to do it when i've done it it hasn't been that scientific it was sort of just and you don't have to be when you're not eating whole foods it was kind of like i'm just going to eat as much as i possibly can and i'm going to do the minimum necessary to put on you know to to break down the muscles so that they'll rebuild Uh, but otherwise that was it eat as much as possible 
do as little as possible, but in, in doing as little as possible, you're also doing some certain things, certain type of lifting. Right. So you can, so, in that approach, you can, you can have the whole pack of, of tofu dogs. Yes, you absolutely could. You, you'd be encouraged to do that if you were trying to, to put on weight, in, you know, at, again, at the expense of health, probably it's not healthy to do that. I don't think, but if the goals put on muscle, then, then that's a, an effective strategy. Okay. So anyway, what what happened in college when I wasn't very good at this um, or just was struggled with, couldn't figure out how to put on weight. I was going to the gym all the time. I was running three times a week in between my workouts, not as a runner, but just for fitness. And I was eating like low-fat chicken breast because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. I thought it was eat a low-fat, lean meat, um, you know, some good brown rice, whole wheat, just things, a lean, healthy diet was what I thought I was supposed to do. Just eat as much of that as possible, uh, and then I thought just keep up the running and, and try to try to gain muscle and lose fat. That was the goal of these fitness programs that I was into in college. It was gain muscle, lose fat. What I realized is that that's really hard to do. If you're trying to do those two things, you're not going to be effective at either one of them or not going to be nearly as effective as you could be at either one of them unless you just have amazing genetics. I mean, you're, most people aren't able to put on muscle at the same time as they lose fat. So – what I when I realized this, and this was just from researching stuff on the internet, and I found some people who had been really successful. And what I discovered was that number one, I had to stop running, so I cut out my three runs per week that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Just got rid of that entirely. Which, which right away, that's that's a decent amount of calories. If they were half hour runs, then that's an hour and a half of running per week that's that's gone, which is somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred calories per week that is no longer being burned. Yep, and. The other thing that I realized was that I needed to eat like crazy and that I needed to eat way more fat because that's – I wasn't eating fat. Fat, of course, is is the most nutrient-dense of calories. It's nine, nine calories per gram. So I was ignoring fat. I was thinking, you know, eat lean foods, put on lean muscle, but that wasn't the secret. So what I started doing was just eating like crazy. I started buying all this cheese. I started eating these these little mini cheese pizzas. I started – setting my alarm at night so that I would wake up at like, I don't know what time I did, but something like wake up at 2 a.m. so that I could eat a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> and then go back to sleep. For real, wow. I actually did this because I was I was committed to it and I realized I just wasn't eating enough and I needed to put in more and more. And uh, and it worked. That That's what it took for me to put on weight. How quickly did you put on weight following that? I don't, of... I don't, I wish I knew exactly the amount. I think it was about six weeks or so that I went from 140 up to 160. It, it was like a switch got flipped and suddenly, you know, I'd been a year or whatever doing this without success. Uh-huh. I mean, I was getting stronger and, and seeing results in the gym, but not putting on weight. And as soon as I figured this out, it just, you know, started gaining weight. So it was very, it was very easy once I figured it out. So anyway, um, the way that I did this. On a, on a vegan diet, though, it was very similar. I mean, I had to stop running. That was the first thing. And it was convenient that I did this at a time when I was ready for a break from running, and I wanted to try to do something different and put some weight back on. Uh, so, so I would suggest stop running if you're trying to gain weight as your primary goal. Uh, and then what I did was came up with this this fat shake. So I was modeling a lot of this off of Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Body. He has a, a little section in there about putting on weight. And he gives you a little workout plan, which is really nice, uh, interesting thing, Where the one where you're spending only half an hour in the gym. You're doing like four sets per per gym trip, but you're doing them to absolute failure. And, you know, it's not not something to go, in, to go into here as much as uh, 
the diet part because I don't think the workout is that uh, – I mean it's unique. But I don't think – I think if you're if you're breaking down your muscles and you're – you know, you're working really hard in the gym for a short time, you're going to get the job done. I think that's, I don't think that's a huge part of it. I think diet is way much, much, much bigger role in the weight gain process. Uh, but anyway, I, let's see, the, the fat shake that I did, because he, he had suggested one in his book that had plenty of raw eggs and whole milk in it. <laughs> but the one that I, I did, and it came out to roughly a thousand calories. Um, it, it's on that post that I mentioned. So it's gain. It's no Just if you type in, if you Google Nomad Athlete Skinny Vegan's Guide to Gaining Muscle, you'll find it. Uh, but the the fat shake that I was eating was twelve ounces of almond milk, two to three tablespoons of raw almond butter, tablespoon of flaxseed, tablespoon coconut oil, tablespoon flaxseed oil, two tablespoons of chia seeds, two scoops of uh, soy free veggie protein powder, teaspoon of maca powder, a banana, vanilla extract, and wheatgrass powder, just to kind of make it a little bit healthier. And uh, that's that's what I did, and I drank that thing every day, and then ate as much as I possibly could. So I also have a typical day's diet on there, which wasn't wasn't crazy, but you know, started with a smoothie, lots of fruit, whole wheat bagel, brown rice, uh, banana, some Vega Sport, some apple juice, the fat shake, some snack cracker type things, kidney beans, millet, Cliff Bar at bedtime. So like just filling in every possible gap in your day with more food, which is kind of the reason why I said this isn't really a healthy thing to do. Yeah, well, um, and that smoothie sounds exactly like the opposite type of smoothie that, that you would make for yourself right now. Yeah, it is, and that's why I preface this with that with that warning. Uh, I, I don't think it's healthy to drink something like that for a long period of time at all, but it is it is a way to pack in calories. It's A thousand calories in, in a glass is really good if you're trying to get as many calories as you can. Yeah. So, so, so how long... How long did it take you before you started losing that weight again? Like, uh, you know, if if would you have to keep this up indefinitely? Yes, I I do. Someone like me who just who just burns through calories, I guess. Uh, as soon as I stop eating at that rate, it just starts losing. Hmm. Maybe maybe not quite at the rate that it went on, but you know, and and just it's just the math. If I reduce the calories by suddenly by a thousand per day back to normal, then every three and a half days I'll lose a pound. So it just you know, and then and then it eventually levels off. Uh, but there there are ways to do this, as we said with Robert, where where it's not quite so unhealthy. And in our last episode, we mentioned the idea of putting beans in a smoothie. That's one of the techniques that these people use. Uh, and you you had talked about putting silken tofu in a smoothie. Mm-hmm. So like that's a that's a very close to whole food way to add a bunch of calories to to what you're doing. It's not as much as adding that amount of oil in which would which would pack way more calories uh but it does have the benefit of giving you protein and carbohydrate as well because i don't think you need to go in one direction with with the nutrients that you're adding you got to add all these calories into your diet to put on weight um i from what i've been able to tell it doesn't matter whether you're adding calories or fat or pro or sorry carbohydrate fat or protein I don't mean it doesn't matter. I mean it doesn't. It's not that one of those is the secret. For me, it was just it was just add calories, and I think if you're at you, your body can probably use all of them. I think you can certainly use protein. You can certainly use carbohydrate, and you can use fat. All of those have a role in muscle building. So none of this is saying just add a thousand calories of fat to your diet per day. That's not the point. The point is is add these calories, uh, and I think you just you just kind of spread them across across all of them. So this this fat shake that I mentioned had all those things in it. Uh, it wasn't like simply protein powder or simply fat or anything like that. Hmm. So, um, 
I mean, that's that's kind of it. Like, there's that is that is how I've been made in that post. It details a lot more of exactly what I did, and someone could follow that. Uh, I didn't mention supplements yet, and during this time when I did this um, after after college and when I was vegan, I did take five grams of creatine each day, five grams of glutamine each day, and a uh, D three tablet each day. I think I was just following Tim Ferriss's instructions in there, but uh, creatine is you know it's one of those sort of controversial things where people don't i guess there are a lot of questions about is it healthy long term and as far as i can tell it's i haven't seen too much evidence that it's not uh otherwise i would never put it in my body but i understand that some people don't want to do that and it's hard uh, creatine works really well it's a, it's a great supplement for putting on putting on weight it does increase your water weight so uh but i don't, I don't so it doesn't necessarily improve uh, let's see <laughs> It it helps you in the gym. It helps you to lift higher amounts of weight, which means breaking down more muscle, which means rebuilding that muscle better. But at the same time, it also increases the amount of water you hold in your body. So some amount of weight gain is going to be just more water retention. Right. But when you're looking to to you know when you want to look bigger, that's there's nothing wrong. that can be part of it. I don't yeah. think that's a a big reason not to use it. Um. But but there are other reasons to consider not using it. So I mean, you could you would do your own research about this, of course before you start using creatine. Uh, but I don't think it's dangerous, but others may differ. Great. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's what I've got. Um, I don't know. The, the big lesson for me, like I said, is I had to add fat and I had to stop running. Those were the things that I was totally doing wrong when I was unsuccessful at weight gain. Uh, I was eating low fat because I, I thought I should be trying to lose fat and gain muscle. And, uh, and I was running because I thought, you know, run, aerobic fitness, stay healthy. But what? But I got all that from a, a fitness plan that was tailored towards a, a, an average person, and the average person is a little bit overweight, and their their fitness plan for them is something that's going to make them smaller. So if if your goal is to get bigger, those that advice doesn't really apply to you. Uh, Long term, yes, it's probably a good strategy to not have a whole ton of fat in your diet, and uh, and to do some aerobic exercise. But if the goal is just short term weight gain, then uh, I think you should not do you should you should not do those things. So, um, anything else, Doug? Uh, you know, I got nothing to add, really. Okay. I mean, I, I expected this to be a short episode, and it is. But I think that's fine. I think uh, to to the right person who's interested in this topic, I think uh, hopefully this will be helpful. Okay, well, that's it. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the episode, gotten something out of it. Again, check out the nomadathlete.com slash gain-weight-vegan post. This podcast is kind of just an overview of the process and that uh, – that really has the, the details. If you do want to follow something precisely to the letter, uh, just don't do it for too long. I just I just don't want to encourage anyone to do this as their lifestyle. It's a it's a fun thing to do for me. I like these little experiments. I like manipulating my weight. I think it's interesting that, that you can do that effectively. Um, but I wouldn't want to stay on this for more than a, a month or two. It's it's not uh, not a healthy long term diet by any means. Noted. All right. Noted. All right. Well, have a good week, everyone, and thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, Matt. Okay, bye.